Um, hey everybody, how we doing? Hi. This is Opinions Are Cheap with Cameron and Chad. Hello, normally we Chad? do a bit, we didn't do a bit this time. Chad, how we? How are you doing today? I'm doing okay. How you feeling? Can't complain. Drinking beer. Oops. Um, what kind of beer? It's uh, that Mexican beer that keeps getting advertised a lot on the old TV called Sol S O L. Original of original de Mexico. It's pretty good. Four point five percent. I don't know if I'll buy it again. It kind of reminds me of Sapporo, which is a Japanese beer, um, and that's cheaper because they actually brew it in Lacrosse, where I live, which is cool. That is cool. Or, or I don't know. There's so many craft beers around here too that like I'm usually apt to go to one of those. But it's nice to try something new, and I'm glad that I like it. That's good. Also, apparently Mike's Hard Lemonade is 5%. Yeah. I always thought that stuff was like 3 It Well, it used to be more, and then like some teenagers killed themselves, so it went down to 3 and I think that blew over, so it's like slowly creeping back up. Okay. Because, yeah, I, I had a friend try it for the first time, and he was just like, no, this is 5%. I was like, since fucking when? I'm pretty sure when I was drinking that, it was only like 32 yeah, I think some some stupid kids were mixing it with uh one of those alcoholic uh, energy drinks. Oh, and they had like twenty of them, and they all died. Sure, that was pretty funny. I, I've often thought about mixing it with vodka, but I don't know if I want to like level up in alcoholism that much. Mm-hmm. Don't know how that would taste either. Probably pretty good. How about you? How you doing? Eh. Eh. You know. Yeah. Kind of a weird week. Yeah, it has been. I'm looking at Minecraft toys now. They got oh, this yeah? cute little chicken plush. I love the chicken model. Isn't it all like blocky and shit though? Yeah, but it's a plush. How do you do a how do you do a blocky plush? You've never seen a square plush? Oh, I guess I suppose I have, haven't I? The answer is you do it wrong, and it turns out round. Oh. Oh, it's kind of cute, yeah. It's fairly blocky, too. They got that down. It's relatively harder... blocky. I wonder if that's harder or easier to do to make a blocky plush. Um, It's easier, because you just so, like... you sew squares together. Yeah, and you probably put, like, square-shaped foam in there, too. I think my favorite one is the spider plush, because the legs are so long that the blockiness kind of retains itself. What did you just send me? Um, it's, a, it's Hogger. He's my favorite. Who's Hogger? He's the Knoll from Warcraft. Oh! That's pretty cute. He's, like, the first boss in the first dungeon. In Ragefire Chasms? Uh, no, the, the storm, storm wind blockades. Oh, and, um, in, in the city. That's not the first dungeon, that's like a level, like, 20-something, isn't it? No, it's, it's the first one if you're Alliance side. I thought that was, uh, I thought that was higher level. No, I think, I think it depends on which side you are. 
Oh. And also, they, they reworked everything, so now that's like a level 40 dungeon if you want it to be. Hmm. I don't know. Oh, um, MDU is some of that content. I remember, like, fuck, I actually probably don't remember the names of the dungeons, but, like, between, like, level 35 and, like, 50, there was a lot of, there's a lot of five-man content in that game that I have a feeling no one probably goes back to. Well, they do now because it scales up to like sixty or eighty or something. But some of those dungeons are kind of big and long. Like I wouldn't be, I'd be surprised if people had like the the patience for them now. Oh, they don't. You get in there and everyone yells at you for not taking a shortcut, and then they leave early. Like, like no one's gonna do, go through Blackrock anymore. This place is a fucking maze. So, yeah. So it's funny with Blackrock is they changed it so the final boss is the first one you fight. Uh, so weird. technically the whole dungeon's there and you get quests like there's a bunch of dungeon bosses in here there's all kinds of stuff going on and what's funny is if you do the group finder you run in and kill the first boss and then just says the dungeon's done and it kicks everyone out and you get bonus XP and there's always like two people saying no I want to do the rest of them I want to know what the story is and no one will help them through it, and they, like, throw a fight, and, like, I've gotten hate mail where people are literally sending me the mail in-game, where it's like, you were one of those guys that quit that dungeon early, and I'm gonna report you to Blizzard. Ah. Uh, like, fucking Zulfarak, I remember that place. That place was cool. All the all the trolls. Oh, is that the one with the, it was like a big Aztec pyramid? Yeah. That's a cool one. Um. Blackrock Depths, we were just talking about. Sunken Temple. That's the one I was trying to remember. Yeah, that's still in there. Uh, that's a cool place, and I can't remember. I doubt like anybody would ever go back there. No, they do it. Because I remember that being like a fairly big, complicated one with a lot of poison and shit. It's in yeah, Swamp and, of Sorrows. And there's a lot of platforming. Like You can fall off, and you fall into the water, and you go to the front. Yeah. And, and uh, seriously, there's people that cannot do it. It's super sad. Doesn't surprise me. There's people back then that couldn't fucking do any of the platforming in that game. But still, it's like, it's not even Mario platforming. It's like, you have to make one jump. I remember, there's an item I got in there was a kilt on my character, and I thought it was really badass, and I, I kept that for a while. Just because it looked cool. I'm my, I'm my big old Torin dude. That was, that was before I, I swapped genders and uh, alliance. So my favorite, um, I think my favorite new dungeon from this last expansion is uh, you have to go on the Viking, like, what's the what's the ship of the dead that you, like, ride down the river Styx? Oh, I can't remember. It's the Viking version of that. Okay. So you literally, you go to this place where it comes to pick up souls and you just, like, stow away onto that ship. And once you're out at sea, like, you're you're fighting these, like, Pirates of the Caribbean Davy Jones monsters left and oh, right. Nice. And there's, like, seaweed giants and stuff. And it's all stormy. And the final boss is, like, this giant tentacle lady that, like, is blowing apart the ship. That sounds fun. It's a lot more epic than uh, uh, going to the Stormwind blockade and there's, like, a prisoner riot. Sure. With five guys. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm, I, I'm always surprised at how much I remember, and I, there's days, like, like the next time my brother is, like, gone for a night, and I've got nothing to do, and I'm all alone, I'm probably gonna, like, watch a run-through of Kara. 
because I, I kind of miss, I miss Kara. Or just, like, Sunken Temple, like, I almost, I wonder how long it takes to get through that dungeon. Uh, wow, here's a playthrough that's an hour and a half. Fuck that. <laughs> Where's oh, the Cliff should... Notes version? Yeah, you should watch the the new version of, um, the, of Karazhan. Like, the HD one where they redid it. Hmm. Is it the same, it's... but just everything looks nicer, or is it different? No, it's new. Like, they actually oh. redid some of the, the encounters completely. Oh, that's not the right one. I sent you something, but it's not timed right. Sure. Um, this point. Come on now. Sorry, uh, listeners, this is probably, like, really not all that interesting. <laughs> so I want to spitball a stupid idea. Okay. Before we get started. Okay. Um, I had this idea for a skit. Skit. Sorry, I drink. I started drinking early. Yay! I'm very tired. Aww. Um, yeah, so in Detroit, become human. I think I talked about this, but there's a part where you're the robot maid, and like a little girl's getting beat, and you just like stand there, and then it's game over because you didn't save the little girl. Yeah. So I want to do that scene, but replace the robot maid with Jar Jar. Oh my god! Would that be funny? I think so, yeah. Okay. Can you do a Jar Jar voice? Because I don't know that I can. Probably not. He's, he talks really high. Um, I'm almost embarrassed to even try because that kind of shit, for some reason, like gets my anxiety going. I don't. I've never been able to like act or anything like that because. I don't. You sent me a bunch of good voice lines. Yeah, that was. That wasn't like uh, me trying to be funny though. What's um? What's a Jar Jar quote you like? And he's like, "Oh, Annie," but I don't. I think that's too, too much like falsetto in that. He's got more of a weird. I every single YouTube video has an Overwatch commercial. I it's like I bought the game. What do you want from me? <laughs> you bought the game. You bought it for a couple people. They like they owe you money for every time you watch a commercial because you've you've paid forward. That's how that works in Scientology, and Overwatch is like a religion. Which is explain why I go back even though I don't like it anymore. Fucking game. What were we talking about? Um, did you watch that dungeon? That final no. boss? Oh, is it the second link? Yeah. Here we go. Now I can try some Jar Jar things for you. Oh, no! Yeah, that was, that's closer than what I was doing. Look at this big old tentacle woman. Yeah. And what's cool is that like her tentacles actually come up through the bottom of the deck and they make these holes you have to avoid. That's neat. It's really neat. Um there's a part where like half the ship just kind of disappears. Like she just smashes it straight up. I like that. I I wish there had been more of that when I was playing. Like they started adding that later in that kind of fun, more dynamic things, but Early stuff was just like, don't stand in the fire, dumbass. I mean, a lot of it still is. Sure. So, does WoW actually come with, like, a built-in bartender now, or do you still have to download that? Uh, you still have to download that. That's stupid. You think, after all these years, they'd be like, you know what we should do is have a better way to fucking organize your, your skills on your screen. 
You know what's funny is uh, those add-ons are actually illegal on Final Fantasy. Really? And you like if you put a screenshot on Twitter, they can figure out your account and ban you for it. That's stupid. It's stupid. That that game does not manage its community well. No. Uh so what were we gonna talk about tonight? Wait, are we gonna do the the, the, the Detroit thing? Or are we are we gonna talk about cats? Um, what what do you mean? Do the you mean like film the whole skit now? No, oh, is that something we were gonna do later? Or well, I was just I was spitballing the idea. Oh, I, I, I think it would be, I think it'd be funny. Yeah, I feel like it's funny, and I feel like I could spend a a couple hours arranging it, and then it not being funny. Sure. Because honestly, uh, that last video I did, I'm really proud of, and it's like, well, it's downhill from here. The thing with Jar Jar is that nobody likes him, but I do. And I, I feel like you gotta use you're gonna have to use a light touch if you write him like a skit with him. I'm gonna. I have to film footage of the game. Okay. And so I'm going to think about the script while I'm doing that. Because I, I feel like the joke itself is that he's there. Yeah. Like, that's the punchline. So it can only go for so long. Yeah, that's true. Um, And, like, the title of the video is going to be, like, Detroit Become Jar Jar. <laughs> so you, you might laugh more at the thumbnail than you do the video. Yeah, and that's a hard... I feel like that's, like, every Onion article, right? It's, like... The headline is really funny, and then the, the article itself is just, like, three paragraphs of the headline. It's yeah. like, we already laughed at the headline. You're just, now Honestly, you're just dragging the, the joke out. The best way to do the onion is follow it on Twitter and never click their links. Yeah. It's like, yeah, that's it. That's the joke. Because their headlines with, with the pictures are really funny. Oh, yeah. And the, the articles are fine. It's just, I, I feel like the, the headline is the funny bit. I think their best stuff is the videos. Yeah. So if they do like a, a film review, it's like, okay, I'll sit down and watch the whole thing because the performance is what sells it. Mm-hmm. Oh, I love their film reviews. I'm trying to remember remember the dude's name. Um, The 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 character? Yeah. Um, Peter Rosenthal. Yeah. Have you seen him do the radio show host? I have not. He, he does this great radio show host. It's a completely different character. It's amazing. I loved um, his uh, Fifty Shades of Freed or whatever, where it gets like super meta, and he's like, "I'm in yes. hell." Yeah, and it, like he's looping around, and there's this like time thing, and at some point he dies and comes back. Um, so there's there's work put into that one. Yeah, there's work put into a, some of them. Do you remember the Hobbit? I don't think I ever saw the Hobbit one. The Hobbit was funny because the entire review is him saying how, like, yeah. Uh, this movie is based on Tolkien's books, and Tolkien's books are, you know, they're quaint and approachable, but they're nowhere near as deep as my series, The Warriors of Cthulhu. <laughs> and and he goes into, like, you know, he has this, like, huge tome of, like, notes that he's been working on, and it's like, and in Volume 7, we get into the warrior ice people of the north, known as the Bahranka, and their war cry, Shondo, Balo! <laughs> and he has like it gets to the point where he has like full LARP gear and he's, oh, nice. he's like pitching it to HBO. And like he, he'll like touch back on the Hobbit movie and how Peter Jackson's like working with his limited budget. And I like that. <laughs> it was just it was a really cute, um like weird take. Cause it's like a movie like The Hobbit's kind of a known quantity. Yeah. You know if you like it or not. So having fun with that is so much better than any like actual review. Mm-hmm. I love it. my first one. I saw his was for um, the Hunger Games. 
Mm. And it was all about how, like, Katniss would totally date Gale because he's a cuter boy. And then he pulls out, like, a binder with stickers of, of like, boy yes. bands on it. And he's like, these are my favorite cute boys. I think, um, I think the first one he did was Jaws. And it was, like, a, a review of the classic. And the whole movie is how this one guy struggling with his homosexuality uh, subconsciously creates a metaphorical shark that is tearing apart his family the same way that his repressed urges are. And it's just oh, wow. weird. Like, it, it sounds just like a film teacher that I had yeah. that would read so far into things and project so much that it's like, I don't think he watched a movie. Yeah. Um, I miss writing those kinds of dumb papers uh, for school, and then, like, I tried to do something with Hereditary, because like, that made me want to write about that movie, and I was like, oh man, this shit's really hard. There's a reason why I don't do this anymore. Oh, the one that makes me laugh the hardest, uh, by far, like, I still tear up, is It's a Wonderful Life. I don't think I've seen that one either. I'll have to watch these when we're done. Um, yeah, I mean, you know, I won't, I won't spoil that one for you, but, um, you've seen the movie, right? Mm-mm. Oh, you haven't? Is that gonna ruin it? Uh, I mean, you. I think I laugh really hard because that movie is so special to me, and like the I find all the characters so lovable that he has this like really negative opinion of one of the characters, and it just it feels so unwarranted that you're left wondering what is going on. Sure. Um, but honestly, I think you'll still enjoy the skit. Okay. Okay. So, anyways, that's our glad space. Is the Onion film reviews. Yeah, we did those first. We may as well work backwards. We've been talking for a while. Okay, yeah. Um. So what do we want to talk about tonight? We want to talk about the old kitty cats. Kitty cats! We had a really good dog show. Yeah, we gotta have a really good cat show now because cats are better than dogs. We saved the best for last. I, mean, um, I actually don't have... Uh, I don't like when people get into that argument because it's like, hey, you're an adult, you can have a pet. Honestly, it's kind of like, what's, um, you know how in Splatoon there's always those, like, those months where it's like, you gotta choose between pulpy orange juice and no pulpy orange juice, and people start taking it really seriously, and then they take it too far, and it's like, just shut up. Yep. Stop talking. Um, I I like cats, they're okay. I just remember in, like, um, elementary school, like, I had cats, and, like, some other people had dogs, and it's like... Yeah, well, dogs are better than cats, and it's like as a kid, you you can have the pet your parents say you can have. So there's you have a little more stakes in there because you don't have a choice. You're like, well, well, we also got cats. better at what? Well, yeah, that too. I mean, it's it's stupid, but or like the console wars is like the same thing. Like when you're in high school and you don't have a job and you can only afford like the one thing you get for Christmas or whatever, you're like yeah. you're gonna go all in on the PlayStation because that's literally all you have. But when you become an adult and you're like, oh, I can just get whatever I want, or if I want a dog and a cat, I can have both. The idea of like arguing over which one is better is really stupid to me. Have you ever watched Gamer Wars? The Mega 64 thing? Yeah. Uh, I believe so. Where they just... It's not even a script. They're just yelling. A, a PS4 is lame. Sony, Sony is lame. Xbox is number one. And they're just like yelling over each other for 15 minutes. Yeah, that sounds like something they would do. I don't know if I've seen it or if I've heard them just talk about it. It it's one of my favorites because it's it's edited as if it's a classic movie. Like it has this grandiose uh 
completely stolen soundtrack. Oh, really? And it's like, you know, it, it's framed like some sort of uh, Olympian odyssey about the gamer wars. And it's just, it's Tommy Tallarico in his living room just yelling that he likes Nintendo more. Nice. And it ends like, there's it's, it's a three-parter plus a fifth part that comes later. Mm-hmm. And it ends with like supernatural. There's like time travel. They go back to dinosaur times. Uh, it ends like 2001: A Space Odyssey, nice. where, like they ascend reality. Um, just because they're arguing over if Xbox is better than PlayStation. Did they ever come to a conclusion? No, that's for Gamer Wars Six. Okay. Um, we're also gonna figure out by then we should learn why Tommy Tallarico cut his dick off. Because <laughs> that that comes up in five, and that's okay. important. Sounds important. Um, it is to him. Sure. So, what's your favorite application of a cat in the media? Um, that's a hard one because you got you got a wide range of shit you could choose from. Cat in the hat. There's that's one of them. I would say my favorite media, like like actual cat, like walking around, it's a cat. Is Jonesy an alien? Oh, okay. I was like, mostly because it's the only like cat in a movie I've bothered to remember the name of. And Jonesy doesn't die. It's not like a plot point to kill the cat. But otherwise, <laughs> I mean, the the cat in um the the pet cemetery is pretty good because it dies and comes back to life and becomes evil. Do you like when Catwoman dies and then all the cats like sacrifice their extra lives to bring her back? Because that's how cats work. I don't think I've read that comic. No, the movie. What movie? Catwoman. Oh god, I never saw that piece of shit. <laughs> yeah, she dies, and then a bunch of cats like climb on her corpse, and then she like comes back to life, and now has cat powers, where she's like compelled to drink milk out of a dish. They do that in the live-action movie? Yes. That's fucking embarrassing. It is very embarrassing. I I mean, man, if we watch a bad movie, that's on the list. I don't like how she's meows and hisses every once in a while, like the current Batman run, where it's like she's clearly not weird or crazy like all of the other Batman villains, but she'll still she'll still do that and it's like, man, you need to you need to not. You sound like some furry LARPing. Yeah. It's it's really that's the worst part of the campy show too. I mean, it, it works when it's campy, but like Tom King's run so far hasn't been, and and so it's weird when she'll like answer a question by saying meow. It's like, come on, it's so not in your character. <laughs> Please stop. So, I play a lot of uh, massively multiplayer online role playing games. Yes, you do. Or Morpeg, as a game design textbook once told me. I always call them Morpegas. Because that's what they're called. Yeah. And I just, I was thinking about cats, and it dawned on me that pretty much every single MMO has a cat girl race. Hmm. Because I have a lot of cat characters. Because I've got, there's Final Fantasy XI and fourteen, and Elder Scrolls Online. And what was the other one I thought of? Um, oh, there's the Char in uh, Guild Wars 2. Guild Wars 2. That's what I picked. I was a cat girl in that. And, oh, Star Trek Online. There's two different cat girls to pick from. And it's like, why? Like, there's not a lot of dog people. 
in these games. That's true. I'm not sure where that comes from. Like, the closest you get is a werewolf. Yeah. I don't know, I feel like even, like, thinking on anime, there's always, there's more, like, token cat girls than there are, like, dog people. Like, Inuyasha is almost the weird one because it's a dog person. But again, it's a wolf. Yeah. And then there are cat people that show up later, and they're more cat-like than he is, like, dog-like. Like, they have tails and, and furry faces and stuff like that. They're... I like um I like the cat people in Outlaw Star. I've never seen Outlaw Star. Oh, really? That's up your alley. I is mean, that on Crunchyroll? I've been meaning to watch it. Yeah, it's, it's not great, great, but it's good. Okay. It's one of those, you know. Sure. Oh, there's um, a lot of anime that fit that. Yeah, it's just, it's weird to me how, for some reason, dogs seem to be more popular in a general sense, but then cats are applied in so many places without earning it. Because there's like a variety of dogs. There's work dogs and pet dogs, and with cats, it's like, well, there's a cat. Yeah. I wonder if that uh, that's almost like one of the reasons for it is like like the uh, cat personality is a lot easier to pin down. Uh, maybe it's more tropey. Maybe. Um, I just watched uh, an episode on Netflix of that series, The Toys That Made Us. Mm-hmm. They did an episode on Hello Kitty, and it was interesting how the character design came from Snoopy, where they just Snoopy was so popular in Japan that this guy was like, "Man, we got to make our own Snoopy." And so they did this uh, this huge research thing to figure out what the most popular animal was. And the most popular, cutest animal was a white dog. It's like, oh, well, great. So what's mm-hmm. number two on the list? Uh, white cat. Okay, we'll do that one. Nice. Like, it was just, it was this compromise where it's like, we want to rip off Snoopy, but not that much. Right. And then now Hello Kitty's huge. Oh, yeah. It was an interesting episode. Um, but it was kind of funny how, for whatever reason, dogs are considered better. And if you ask someone, they're more likely to say they like dogs. But if you walk down the street, you're more likely to see a cat on a shirt. Yeah. I think part of it, too, is, like, I feel like you can make fun of cats or, like, tease cats and it's not mean. Or, like, if you, like, tease a dog, you kind of feel bad about it. But like, if I if I poke Cole until he bites me, that's funny. But it's also because he's gonna bite me. Like I, I feel like it's harder to get that kind of reaction out of a dog because they they love you a bit more. That's funny. You're not wrong, but it's a that's a funny observation to make. I was bothering him the other day, and he he knocked my glasses off my face. <laughs> <laughs> and that was really funny to me. And he's just like, I want you to go away so bad. I'm just like, but you're being cute. And he bit me in the nose. That's fine. Yeah. Uh, I was like, okay, fine. Pushed you too far. Um. Okay, so I took some notes. Uh, I did the same thing for dogs, Um, where there's like, there's good points about dogs and then bad points about cats. Okay. Okay. Uh, so starting with the bad points, things that I don't like about cats, uh, the word fur babies. Because <laughs> guess what? I still hate that word. Yeah. And it's more annoying with cat people because everyone thinks that their cats are special and they're not. Yeah. I got something annoying about cats. 
It's okay. that their piss is like super fucking nasty and acidic. Yeah. It's, it's, it's pretty gross if one of them doesn't hit the litter box and you're like, oh man, that's going to be a hard smell to get out. Yeah, cats. See, I own a, I own cats, so I have like uh, the opinions are like, hey, when they wake you at four in the fucking morning because they're hungry, but then they don't really eat the food you give them. They just wanted you to get up because they're assholes. Yeah. No, I had a cat that would it would wake up my mom at one a.m. and it would not stop crying unless she went out into the living room and watched him eat. I've had a, I've seen other cats that are like they like you to watch them eat, and it's like, what is wrong with you? I think it's partially a security thing. Oh, maybe. But it's also just cats are stupid. I hate cats. Cats have weirder quirks to them, I think. Which is one of the reasons why I like them, but it can make them very annoying. So one thing I like about cats is how expressive their tails are. Yeah. Like, you can you can tell what they're thinking based on their tail. And it's really frustrating to me when I see people that don't speak cat and they're torturing their animal and they're like, I have my princess so much. Yeah, and you can just tell it's like in rage because it's just <laughs> dumping its tail against the ground just over and over and over and over. Or making that noise. It's a good sign. And people yeah. are like, oh, princess, I love you. My cat likes to jump on the, the couch, the, the cushion, you know, above my head. Ow! Get right next to me and then just hit me with his tail like he's mad. Just like in my face. <laughs> he's like, I'm angry at you and I want you to know it. Uh, so I got a question. Why does the internet like cats so much? There's so many cat pictures. They're not funny. I think they're, I don't know, sometimes they're funny. I think it, it kind of starts yeah. with that I can ask cheeseburger cat, where it's like, here's a f dopey looking cat with a dopey caption, and people are like, oh my god, look what the internet has to offer, we can make these. Oh wow, I opened Twitter, and the first picture I see is a cat. Is it black metal cats? No. I follow them, they're great. Yeah, they're great. It, I think you brought it up before, but anybody out there, give uh, Black Metal Cats a, a looky-loo. That's a pretty cute cat. Yeah. I don't know if I believe the eye color, because that's really easy to Photoshop. My dog looks like that. Really? Like, that stark difference of eye color? Blue um, and green? It's brown and blue, but yeah. Wow. That's a real thing. I mean, it's real, it's just, it seems like it's probably very, very rare. You know, it's funny, it used to be more rare, but it's happening more and more, and I think it has something to do with just, like, uncontrolled breeding. I was, I was gonna say that we're probably breeding for it. Um. Hey, people should stop breeding animals to be fucked up. Or? Like, gross little legs on animals that don't deserve gross little legs, and then they have, like, all the joint problems. What about extra legs? Uh, kind of against that, too. That involves radiation. Maybe. I'm not a scientist. Don't, don't kind do of it. funny. I don't know. If, yeah. Oh, I, I feel like it, it's, a, it's, it's a more interesting deformity than like, look, its face is pushed in so it can't breathe. Yes. Doesn't it look sophisticated? Like, it looks like it needs an oxygen tank. What, uh, uh, excuse me. What's your opinion on big cats? 
I like big cats. There's I always nothing, want to hug them. Yeah. There's but, nothing more like beautiful than a big old tiger. Yeah. And I'm so jealous of these animal trainers that like they have a relationship with this this big old tiger, so I can just give it a big hug and it's like cozy. Yeah, I would love to hug like a tiger or a lion and then and then get disemboweled four seconds later. I, th- I think the same with bears, though, too. Like a big old polar bear. I don't like bears. Really? Ah, uh, bears are cool. Um, the only reason I give pandas a pass is because I am I think they might be half raccoon. <laughs> Kinda. I don't I feel like all bears are kind of raccoonish. A little bit. I mean, they, they come from the same, like, base family if you go in deep enough. Yeah. Um, I like, uh, have you seen that video of that wild cheetah that jumped in that, that person's car just to hang out? No, but that sounds fun. They were on a safari and, it, and like, someone had the window down when they weren't supposed to and it just jumped in there. And it's just sitting in the back seat, like, you know, enjoying a ride. <laughs> it was kind of, it's like really scary, but it worked out okay, so it's fine, but. I'd be a little less afraid of cheetahs. The, of the big cats, they're smaller, a little, little, little lighter, a little frailer because they have to run so fast. Like they'd still fuck me up. That would be, it would be a problem. But yeah. I feel like I could I could intimidate a cheetah enough to scare it away versus like a lion would just be like, haha, you're gonna die. Like, yeah. I like ocelots, they're pretty cool. Ocelots are pretty. Yuck, yuck, yuck. I like those um those fishing cats in like the jungle that'll like jump into the river. Yeah. Grab those fishies. Um, nom, 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 nom. I feel like this is a, a, a pet thing in general, but just the amount of pictures on the, in the internet with weird captions, you know, like the, the baby talk stuff. Uh, can't call them, can't call them dog, gotta call them floofers. And it's got a snoot and all that shit. And I can't tell if I find that charming or just like teeth grindingly aggravating. I think, I think there's a, there's a time and a place for it. Cause I know exactly what you mean. Sometimes it's super frustrating. And sometimes it's like, no, it's a fluffer. Yeah, I, I remember seeing this like one one back and forth conversation. It's like, look at this doggo, and someone's like, what's a doggo? And it's like, it's a grown up pupper. Well, what's a pupper? It's a baby doggo. And I thought that was really funny because it was stupid. But I can also sympathize with the guy going, "What the fuck are you talking about? What have what have millennials done now?" Yeah. I can't really, tell if that it, makes me old or not. It's like, what is the point? Of, I, I think that's what comes down to the uh, the time and the place. Why talk like a baby? Like, if you're trying to point out that something is really cute, you can accent it with that language. But when you're just, it's a picture of a dog. Like, just, that's enough. If you're just talking about a dog, it, you can say the word dog. It's okay. Mm-hmm. That's a, that's pretty cat you just you just sent me. I'm scrolling through this feed I have. Um, I cannot find this cat picture I meant to save. A bunch of pretty you cats. Do you see like other people's pets? Do you always be like, oh man, that one's cute. I wish mine was as cute as that. No. Because like, I have some pretty basic ass cats. Like you know, they're they're shelter cats. One's a tabby, and the other one's just like all black. No, I don't think I've ever felt that. So I see like this 
this clearly purebred cat with like a really fluffy kind of mane around its neck and it's got you know the stripes on its face and like just super orange eyes and it's like that's probably like a thousand dollar cat or like a five hundred dollar cat or something or it's like Mars were like yeah give us 50 bucks and we never want to see it again it's like okay and like my cats are really cute but they're also like I don't know I see some of the more exotic ones that I would never buy because I would never spend that much on a pet. Oh, have you seen those like dog-sized cats? Where they're still house cats, but they're like, I don't know, two or three feet tall. Yeah, I want one of those because you'd be real big and you'll tackle it and it would hurt real bad when it bit you. Okay, I found it. Um, Talking about those eyes. Um, These two cats are cute, but their eyes are opposite. Oh, weird. So there's the white cat with a green and blue eye, and there's a black cat with a blue and green eye. And it's like, they look like Disney villains. Yeah, they do. Honestly, that kind of creeps me out. Yeah, there's something about it where it's like, okay, is there a warlock around here? Like, what's going on? For me, it's just like, I see something like that, and my gut reaction these days is like, oh, that's photoshopped. Yeah. Um, cause it's so easy to do, and the internet is filled with lies. To liar, liar, and place who lies with lies. There's a dog. I always like the pictures of, like, animals near laptops with the, this, I have no idea what I'm doing. Cause I feel like that a lot. Yeah, it's and relatable. So, like, it's, it's, it really is, and it's, it's usually cute. I mean, animals are cute. They can be cute. I don't know. Animals are stupid. I hate everything. <laughs> hey, do you mind if I mix myself a quick bev? No, I'm going to monologue more about cats. Okay, have fun. I'll be right back. Um, There was one cat I used to have that would jump up on the... It was on the roof. And it would, go, it would like try to get the dog's attention, just make the dog run around in circles. That's the whole story. What's going on here? Huh. I shouldn't. I shouldn't browse Twitter while I'm doing the show, because this isn't fun to listen to. And I'm I'm getting kind of lazy. I don't have time to edit this stuff. What in the world? It's not right. Come on. Uh, are there any Lady Gaga songs about cats? If you know any. Be sure to find Opinions Are Cheap on Facebook and um, and let me know. You can post there. I think you can post there. Maybe that's what's wrong with the Facebook page because I set it up wrong. Oh my goodness. That's a cute... I found a picture of a cute pupper. This looks like a snake. Here's a snake that likes to watch laptops. I like that. Yeah, I used it's to cozy. Own a... Oh, it's named after the Kagura. That was a character in Inuyasha. Well, I'm pretty sure Kagura is uh is is predates Inuyasha. It probably does. It probably has like a, a fancy name like Wind or whatever. Um, but I'm one of those horrible people that have seen Inuyasha and liked it. So when I see things like that, I'm like, oh, that's from Inuyasha. Or whatever anime or thing. I used to have a lizard. A little gecko. 
Um, I will never own another reptile. They're a fucking pain in the ass to take care of. Oh, I, I just looked up Kagura real quick. Um, it's a type of theatrical dance. Oh. That explains that character's uh, attire. Yeah. I always liked her, and then she was going to get together with Sashomaru, and then she died, and I was sad. But she died sticking it to Naraku, kind of, so... You know, yeah, she it looks like, um... Worked. It looks like this Kagura dance has something to do with that classic, um, with Susanu and Orochi in Izumudo Ryu. Sounds like you're pronouncing those real well. Because I, I am. I am Hooray. a weeb lord. Yay! We did do an episode about anime once upon a time, didn't we? Naruto. Yosh! Maramara! So, here's a dumb thing I'm doing that no one will give a shit about, but I'll talk about anyways. Okay. So I'm working on, you know, a, a death metal album. I have been for on and off for a bit. And so one of the songs that I had written a really long time ago, the, the vocal melody and the lyrics too, was originally about, like, committing suicide. But now that the, the, the album's kind of evolved, and, like, that definitely doesn't fit as a lyrical theme with anything else. So I'm rewriting it to be about my cat chasing a laser pointer. But I'm using, like, satanic imagery, <laughs> because that fucking amuses me a lot. I like that. And so I'm writing this really gnarly, like, death metal song about... Ostensibly, it's like, on the surface, it's about Satan taking over the world and killing angels. But really, it's about my cat going crazy when you turn a laser pointer on and he chases it around. And it's called Kill the Light. And I'll hopefully have it done next month. That sounds fun. I like death metal and, and metal music more when it's, like, fun. Like, sometimes it's, it's great when, like, there's important things they're saying... Also, also, it's like, oh man, that one band sings about Halo a lot. I like that too. Or Ailstorm with their pirate stuff. Like, there's room in the lexicon for that. It's good to it's good to not take yourself seriously when you're making like really loud, angry music. I was thinking about you. You you were talking about music the other night, and it made me think about something. Oh, no, you know, I'm thinking of a conversation I had with a friend at work. Um, He he was convinced that he could guess the kind of music I listened to. And I was very mean to him. Yeah, I feel like um, you listen to a very wide, weird variety of stuff. Like, Well, that's the thing. Like, I pretty much... Uh, he was taking it as a challenge, because he knows that I'm eccentric. Oh. Um, And as soon as he initiated the challenge... I, it's kind of like I felt obligated to to meet his challenge. Sure. So instead of doing the polite water cooler talk thing and like just telling him what I listen to, or saying, "Oh yeah, I like rock music," um, he started like getting really specific. Like, do you listen to this? Do you listen to that? Do you listen to to pop country? Do you listen to this thing? Do you only listen to um seventies disco? And he's getting close, but it's like, no, no, I don't. And at some point he said, okay, what music do you listen to? And I said, what is music? Because that's what I would do. And he's like, if I, if I were to get your phone and open Spotify right now, what would come up? And I asked, what's Spotify? <laughs> and then he said, it's like Pandora, but for young people. And I asked, what's Pandora? And then he started, like, swearing at me. 
Um, and then I took out my phone and I brought up YouTube and the first music thing that came up on YouTube was like, oh, okay, here's what I listen to. Um, I listened to 1930s style covers of modern pop songs. Oh, it was the clown. I, well, no, it was, um, Gangster's Paradise. Oh. Uh, and so it's like, he's like, what are you even talking about? And I hit play and he, he just thought like, wow, that's actually really good. And we listened to the whole song. There you and go. then I scroll down, and then there was the clown. So it's like, oh, here's a sad clown. I listen to him. And he's like, what? What is that? And then that starts playing, and he was like, instantly kind of taken aback. And he's like, he's looking at the the picture, and it's a clown. It's like, what is this? But it sounds so good. Yeah, the dude's got a. Was it Puddles the sad clown? He's um, Puddles pity party. Yeah, he's got a just amazing, wonderful voice. Did you see him on America's Got Talent? Mm-mm. Because he does, he does this. He commits to the act. Oh, he does. Awesome. So even the like backstage when they're interviewing, like he never talks to anybody. Like they're, <laughs> it's so funny. They have this like sad music playing because he's just like he's sitting in his back corner like moping while everyone else is practicing. Awesome. And and the interviewer lady like comes over and says, "Okay, so uh, uh, puddles. Um, you know what's what's your act? What do you do?" And he just sits there on a barrel and just like shrugs and looks really sad. <laughs> and it's like, well, Puddle, why are you so sad? And 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 he just like he like does a little like heart motion that his heart is broken. And she like she breaks down and like hugs him. <laughs> and he like he walks out on stage and like refuses to say anything. And is like upsetting the judges. And they let him sing and every single person in the audience, their jaw drops. It's That's just, awesome. Yeah, he, he owned that show. I think oh, yeah. he was on there for like four or five episodes. It was like it was well earned. See, this is why we should try to have a conversation about music. I know we've kind of put it off because we're afraid it'll be like, have you heard of this band? No, have you heard of this band? No, have you heard of this band? But I think if we pulled it back and got kind of broad with it, we would we would have some fun things to talk about. Yeah, you know what? We might. Maybe we should do that next week. Um, yeah, let's 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 plan for that. And, uh, Unless and something more happens. topical comes up, but that that yeah. rarely happens. So. I like that the show isn't topical. Yeah, I I really appreciate that. I liked Is... our E3 show where it was more about the concept of E3 and less yeah. about predictions, Smash Brothers, and remember right? E3 prediction shows are are fucking useless. I I, I used to well, listen especially... to them. I don't. They're just anymore. They're just worthless. Well, and it's also like sometimes they come out after E3 and they always open with, "Well, but by the time you guys hear this episode, you'll know we're wrong." Ha ha ha. And it's like, "Yeah, you said that 5 years in a row. Why are you still doing this?" Mhm. Um, so I, not to, not to abandon cats, but how did you think E3 went? Um, it was fine. I, I, I got to do that thing where the stuff I was interested in, I searched and the stuff I didn't care about, I was just kind of like, I don't care. It can go away. Like, I don't give a shit about like 90% of the things that Ubisoft is going to do or uh, anything Square Enix is going to do. So I just, dude, didn't look at it. Dude. For Honor DLC. The Chinamen are coming, and they're gonna they're gonna take your jobs. You gotta see that scary. castle. Um, Smash Brothers looks great. I'm excited for that. Uh, Halo looks cool. Gears looks I, cool. Man, I'm a little bummed that Smash Brothers isn't like a new game, but at the same time, well, from all the like, hands-on impressions, it it's to the extent new. that they are is really smart. Like, like it doesn't it doesn't play like the other ones. It plays like a mix of melee and four. They're, so it's they're a lot taking, faster. They're taking feedback from the community really, really seriously. Yeah, in a way that no one else is. Uh, so I mean, they're making the right decisions. 
They're adding Ridley. They're adding Daisy. They're adding, um, what was the other one? Uh, the the Inkling. The Inkling, yeah. And it's like, you know what? I don't even want anything more. I know the internet's making all their Waluigi jokes and you're really, really funny, you guys. But it's like, no, I, I think there's enough noise going on. Like, between Cloud and Bayonetta, it's like, maybe there's too much stuff. Yeah. My worry is that, um, like, I want to, I'm more interested in the levels coming in because to me, with Smash 4, there was a lot of levels I did not like, and I turned most of them off, and there's a few I still have on that piss me off. Like, um, Bayonetta's level is cool, but there's so much shit going on in the background, it's so easy to, like, lose where you are and just be like, I can't tell what's going on anymore because there's dragons flying around and they're kind of the same color as the missiles that I'm shooting. Um, and so, that's a hard game to strike a balance of where you want really dynamic levels for, like, a party game with some some fun hazards. But they can't get too in the way. So I'm, I like that they're bringing everybody back. I'm completely confident for the characters that they will end up releasing. I think they'll be good. My thing is the level design. Do you think they need to even add any more characters? Like, I know people want new characters because they're new. But realistically, like, who's actually missing? I mean, I can think of things I would like. Like, I think it would be cool to have um, a Mario Kart, like, shy guy. And, like, you control the cart, and so... Your attacks are like Mario Kart things, like dropping bananas or throwing shells, and your final smash is a blue shell. Like I think that'd be fun. Okay. Uh, so there's there's a lot of room for characters. I'd like to see. I always wanted like a space pirate from Metroid Prime, with the attacks being the different beams you get, uh, because the space pirates in that game are really cool. They have these fucking big energy swords, and they kind of like lumber forward on you know using their arm as you know, kind of like a gorilla. You, um, you know, honestly, I really like. Uh, how they did Ridley. He looks scary. He does. I guess he's overpowered as fuck right now. Well, I have a feeling people don't know how to counter him yet. I guess, like, one of his specials does, like, 60% damage. Okay. And it's I mean, got a, it doesn't have much of a wind-up time. Okay. So, I think they'll have to tweak his numbers a bit, but... But also, how easy is he to kill? I, uh, he's, a, he's a heavy character, so probably pretty hard. Yeah, but he's also big, so, like, you're gonna hit him a lot. Yeah. You know, it's like, I I don't know. I know people have told me that, uh, like, King Dedede or Pichu are bad, and then I'll beat them. And it's like, I'm not the best, and you're not the best. We're just playing a game. I love King Diddles. Um, he's good. He's... He, he feels like he should. Yeah. I love his... I mean, almost exclusively just use his hammer, like, the where you charge it up and just lumber forward, like, when you're claw gripping the controller. I never push that button. Really? Ah, I love that. I only push so the A button with him. His aerials I, are pretty good though. Like he's fine. He's, oh, he's um, yeah. He could um, be a bit better. Like as far as the heavy characters go, he's probably one of the worst ones. I'm looking forward to the Inkling. Yeah. Cuz the kit is really loyal to the game, but it also actually looks fun to play. And to me, it's like with uh with Cloud, he's not fun to play. And they did a good job interpreting him, but I don't enjoy playing as him. I I usually play Cloud if I'm losing a lot because I feel like he's really strong. He uh, it seems like his his move set takes priority a lot easier. And then like you you, know, you build that meter up by just getting damaged and, and just existing. Um, I, I find him I find I think he's fine to play, but I, I definitely don't play him all the time. Versus like I play Bayonetta a lot. I think she's fun. But I fucking suck with her. Oh, and Sonic. 
I like playing as Sonic. I don't win often. I want them to bring Tails in now that Sonic's been in for two games. That would be interesting. Especially if he had like his like ring throw from Sonic 06. It's like his like B attack where you throw rings at people. <laughs> like that'd be really I, funny. I want his final smash to be that stupid mech from Sonic Adventure 2. Yeah. So I mean there's I feel like there's a lot of characters that could still be added because I mean, the Nintendo Lexicon is huge. A little more if we're if we're going to the third party stuff, I think the only thing I feel is missing is Banjo Kazooie. Has that ever been on any Nintendo stuff, though? That was a Nintendo 64 uh, exclusive. Oh, Banjo-Kazooie. I was thinking of Crash Bandicoot. Oh, no. I And see, Crash Bandicoot would also fit, but I feel like with Banjo, there's a heritage there. Right, yeah. Crash would never happen. That's that's a Sony thing. Um, it's Yeah, it's a little weird. Well, no, Crash is a Naughty Dog. Right, but I'm pretty sure Sony owns the, the IP. No, I mean, like, Crash just came out on Switch. Wait, really? Yeah, the trilogy. I'm sorry, the Insane Trilogy. Wow, I didn't know that. Yeah, it's on Switch and Xbox. Huh. No, never mind then. He'd fit. In fact, that um that came out with like without any fanfare. Yeah, I, like never, was, I didn't know about it. Yeah, nobody knew about it. They just sort of announced, oh, and that's coming out for Switch. And people are like, oh, wow, it leaked that he's going to be in Smash Brothers. This is how they're going to announce it. That would have been interesting, actually, if they had done that. It could have been. I don't. I feel like I would. I always wanted Crystal from Star Fox to be in there with the move set that you get in Star Fox Adventures with the staff. Yeah, because it's different, so it's kind of yeah, warranted. That'd have been cool. And now she's an assist trophy, and that's like, well, whatever. At least she's acknowledged, I guess. Yeah. Um, what do you think about the uh, that that toy game with Star Fox in it? Toy game with Star Fox in it. Yeah, I think it's called, like, Star Go. I don't think Star- I saw that at all. Star Flight. Star Bright. First star I pre-order at GameStop tonight. Uh-huh. Uh, Toy game with Star Fox in it. Star, Link. star Fox Returns in Starlink. Ubisoft's Toy Life space game. Yeah, the, the Star Fox trailer was kind of cool. Um, Shut up, so- autoplay. Yeah, you can you can mute it and still appreciate it. But um the the game, it's one of these toy to life games where you you put the toy on there and it appears in the game. Oh, sure. But it's a spaceship where you can take up the parts off, like you can take the guns and the wings off and like connect them differently and it changes the stats in the game. Hmm. And it actually looks like that. Like you can put the wing on backwards and it'll render backwards. That's cool. And so the Nintendo version of the game comes with an R-Wing and a little Fox McCloud pilot. And it's like, you know, honestly, I'm almost willing to buy it just for the little R-Wing toy. Can looks... you get that separate? Like like when you can with the Skylanders or whatever, do you have to buy the game? You have to buy the game. Oh, because I want the toy, but I don't know if I want the game. Well, tough cookies. You gotta enjoy this fun game. Because it's... Here's the other thing. I like No Man's Sky. And it's literally just No Man's Sky with more fun playing. Oh, there you go. Like, you actually shoot at stuff and, and fly around, but you still explore new planets and stuff. So it's this weird thing where it's like, this is clearly aimed at more kids and it's a little more light. But also, I don't want anything heavy right now. Yeah. I got heavy stuff going on. Yeah. 
I, um, what else came? Oh, new Doom game. Excited for that. I hope so. I like the last one. They didn't really show much of it, so it's like... No, they showed a fucking pre-rendered trailer thing with some music, and it's like, eh, the last one was good. If it's the same team, this one will be good. I hope so, but man, Wolfenstein 2 bugged me so much that I'm almost worried. Oh, I don't think Wolfenstein 2 was made by that team, though. It was just published by Bethesda. Okay, as long as it was a different team, but man... I, I guess don't hold me to that. I don't actually know, but I'm pretty gonna, sure. Are are you going to pre-order us the the Fallout seventy sixth and no. join the Legion of Online Players online as we uh we we build the Fallout universe in our image? Okay, yeah, Doom was done by ID, and then Wolfenstein is done by Machine Head Games. Okay, Machine Head Games get bent. Yeah, fucking Wolfenstein two was not good. It was bad. Um, I've never played a Fallout game. I don't plan on starting. But this time, it, it get your Pip Boy ready and and put it on your with and get the deluxe <laughs> helmet for your in in game uh, heads up display. It's all like PvP shit, isn't it? It's, it's not even PvP like a normal only, game. There's no there's no NPCs. There's no world to explore. People are there's mad no about story. that. It's only players. It's if if you thought Elder Scrolls Online had a rough launch, get get ready to pre-order Fallout seventy six. Uh, I think you're losing your accent a little bit there. Oh boy! There was a what lot about, of trailers that was just like moody shit that I didn't care about. What about pop vinyls? You gonna buy the pop vinyl phone game? Fuck no! That was a crowd pleaser. Yeah, I like the Gears of War thing. That was just like. Oh, and there's actually a new Gears of War game, but we're gonna we're gonna open with the shitty pop vinyl thing. Well, we're gonna open with a pop vinyl tease that makes you think it's Gears of War, but it's pop vinyl. And then we're gonna talk about a PC only strategy game that's kind of like XCOM, but not made by XCOM people, so it's not gonna be as good. Oh, and I guess there's a Gears trailer if you want to see it. But then the Gears trailer actually had me pretty excited for the games. Like you're playing as the lady who is definitely the most interesting character in that game can't remember her fucking name at all. She wasn't that interesting, I guess. Yeah, I mean, I know they wanted to, like, announce as much as they could, but they should not have talked about those other two games. No. They should have, like, opened the show with Gears and then ridden on that high. Yeah. Because that was a good trailer. I'll give them that. But, boy, howdy. Um, I hope I hope the writing in it is... The writing in the Gears games has can be hit or miss. I think largely it's good. Four was a step down from the first three uh, in some ways. Uh, mostly because they, they started leaning really more into the goofy nature of it, but not they didn't go far enough, and so then they tried to pull back for like these emotional moments that didn't really work. And so I'm hoping the, the next game, that the writing is a bit more tighter. I know the gameplay is going to be great. I like the new monsters they showed. They look pretty scary, and going back to some horror stuff sounds like a great idea for that series. Um, so I'm really excited for it. I'm certain there was another game I was excited for, but right now all I can think about is that Star Wars announcement where they just they found the guy sitting in the audience and he's like, Hi, I'm I'm directing the new Star Wars game and we can't talk about it yet, but I hope you enjoy it. And then they had Battlefront two guy come out and say, We're we're hope you guys are enjoying Han Solo DLC. Uh we're going to do Clone Wars DLC. Here's a JPEG of General Grievous. And we'll see you <laughs> next year. And they that was it. And it just kind of, I, I, 
I didn't like the idea of EA having an exclusive agreement with Disney to make Star Wars games. Because they're not doing much with the property. And I feel like there's room for creativity there. So I'm... I'm starting to get a little frustrated. Yeah. As a fan. I heard they canceled all the other movies. Did you see that? Yeah, they're on hiatus. They're they're gonna they're gonna make sure that nine actually makes movie money because they're kind of nine was gonna make movie money regardless because it's nine. Like well, that's Han the thing. Solo's they don't a seem fucking get spinoff. <laughs> they they just released a movie and then they force out on Solo like the same weekend as Avengers and it didn't make money and like well I guess people don't want Star Wars anymore. I oh I can't believe Disney did something that stupid because they've been knocking everything else out of the park so hard. And then, like they make everything? one mistake, and well, I mean, money-wise, yeah. Okay, everything. I mean, did did that Beauty and the Beast really do well? I I thought Beauty and the Beast did gangbusters. Did it? I don't know. Yeah, really I think it was. Um, it was a wrinkle in time that like fucking bombed. Oh yeah. Which I did. My I wanted to see. I even bought the books and reread them for it, and then I never got to the movie theater. Well, spoiler alert: you probably enjoyed the books more. Yeah, I, I have a feeling that. Uh, oh, speaking of book, I wanted to review uh, the tight before the calm before the storm, the Warcraft book from last week. Oh yeah, so I finished it. It's pretty good. That, that's my review. Okay, I cried. Um, I got I got excited. There's like a love story. Oh, and a hate story. Yay. Um, and it, I I thought it was pretty good. I recommend it. I feel like you have to know Warcraft stuff to appreciate it. So, I mean, if if you're looking for a book and you've never played Warcraft, don't bother. Sure. But it was good otherwise. Now, if you haven't played Warcraft in like 10 years, where do you sit? You'll still get it. Okay. I It, it vaguely touches on things like, um, I think you have to understand that trolls are, are tall people in the Horde, and there's orcs, and there's Tauren. And then you have to understand that on the Alliance side, there's dwarves and gnomes and, like, people, and then these elves. I feel like you could not play the game and understand those things. Uh, the way they explain things, I feel like they omit stuff that... I, I think you appreciate it more if you've seen them and you kind of register what they are and where they live. Okay. Because it's like, uh, there's a part where they go to Thunderbluff, and they're describing how all the Tauren live on Thunder Bluff and they don't explain that it's like a plateau and they don't explain that Tauren are cow people. Thunder Bluff is cool. Like that would be that would be a fun thing to like describe in a book. Yeah, they kind of like everyone knows Thunder Bluff. We're gonna touch on it and then move on to the story. Mm. So in my head, I know exactly what it looks like. Yeah. But I feel like something's missing it because it doesn't go into deep detail because this is like the fiftieth Warcraft book to come out. Sure. But I recommend it. It was good. Cool. I like the audiobook version. The guy reads it with funny voices. Yeah, those are the best. Um, you got any glad space to share? Um Sure. I don't know. Do I? Uh Beauty of the Base made made one point two six four billion dollars, by the way. Pass. <laughs> uh I've been watching an, a new anime called ReZero that I've uh, I've so far been enjoying pretty well. It's another one of those, like, a uh, kid goes to, or not kid, I guess young adult or new adult goes to a uh, 
fantasy world. Like, he kind of just gets sucked into one, and he's just like, oh, I guess it's like one of those video games. I, I bet I'll get some magic powers. And then he doesn't, but uh, every time he dies, he, like, resets. comes Goes back to a checkpoint or whatever. And uh, it's largely been... It's been a fun adventure so far. It's it's definitely, like, leaning into kind of a romance thing with him and the this, like, half-elf he, he runs into early on. But so far, anyways, I'm not that far in, but it's handling... I would say that aspect of it pretty well, because it 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 hits some of the comedy elements, and it, it looks like it could veer into like the harem gross stuff or whatever, but it hasn't yet, and I don't think it will. Nice. Um, and so it's been a really it's been a pretty fun story. It's not as good as Konosuba, which is a similar plot, but it's way funnier and, and way more absurd. Uh, but if you're not into like that kind of humor, you could dial it back, and you could have a, a similar story with this, and I think you'd have a good time. Nice. So, what was yeah, it called again? Uh, ReZero. It's like Re colon Zero. It's on Crunchyroll. Okay. So this isn't the one about, like, Dragonvore? No. Alright, pass. Good night, everybody. Tight. <laughs> <laughs>